What what branded mug is that? Ah, right. Now this was, it just says music power on it. It's got nothing to do with any radio station of any name at all. With that, I used to have a cat, you know, that might have had the music power um, strap line back in the day. Um, but it just it was actually something something got for me in a secret Santa, a radio station years ago, and it's it's the only industrial sized mug that I have. It's the, like you know super sized Sports Direct. Double XL, Mike Ashley gut, you know, uh, gut edition. I sort of wish I never asked. No. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I like to provide you with a, you know, a, a full picture of what's going on here. You know. Um. What do you think about Newcastle being the richest club on the planet? Um. Well, obviously, I'm delighted. I'm ecstatic for all of them because their fans are so likable. No. Um. No, I, I have. I do have a modicum of sympathy for the supporters because <clears throat> they've su- they've suffered and just uh, quite a lot. Let's be fair under the um, Ashley regime, but they've literally jumped from one regime into another. Um, I don't. Very... I don't think Mike Ashley's ever murdered anyone. No, I, I, that's the thing, isn't it? I think it's it's yes. It's it's a very ethically, well, it's ethically black and white. Appropriately, it's it's not ethically grey. This is ethically black and white, but it's not my club. I'm going out on a limb saying that. I don't I don't think Mike Ashley has ever murdered anyone. Mm. I'm taking a punt out of the ether, but I think I'm right. You almost killed Joe Kinnear. He's gone. <laughs> is, is Joe Kinnear still with us? Yeah. It is, is, yeah. yeah. That's probably... The, not to sound awful, that was probably the best thing that's ever happened to him. Well, I, I doubt that. No, I, I say that because it got him out of the game. It got him out to a place where he's probably safe. If he stayed within football, he'd be dead now. Yeah, quite possibly. Didn't he, didn't he have health problems when he was at Wimbledon? Have I imagined that? I think so. No, I think he might have done. But then again, if I had Warren Barton... <sighs> yeah, there goes the Peter Fear. We... we yeah. I, I think top content started as an idea and now it's just become a talking shop for Newcastle United players in the mid-90s. Yes. Coming up on uh, episode five <laughs> of the top content podcast, John Dahl Thompson. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny actually, this is this is truly bizarre, but I I was the other night for some inexplicable reason. I'd seen him on a, an old Everton picture and it was Steve Watson. Because it was, that was right. It was the fifty. It's the it was fifteenth anniversary of was beating Manchester United by Goldson and Goodison and Duncan Ferguson rolling back the years. It was one of the best atmospheres at Goodison I've ever I've ever been part of. Gary Gary Neville and Paul Scholes got themselves sent off, and Steve Watson was on the picture because he played that night. And I was like, how many games did he actually play for Everton? So I went onto Steve Watson's Wikipedia. So there we go. I've already I've already started. Wow. I've already put the you know the, the seed has already been planted for. Looking at old Newcastle players from the nineties. Was Steve Watson at the back with Hinchcliffe, Hinchcliffe on the left? Oh no 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 on no, the no, right. No, 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 that was that was Steve Watson joined us in two thousand. I think he, he we got him from Aston Villa. Oh yeah, so so oh, Andy Hinchcliffe had well gone by then. It was him. We signed him and Alessandro Pistoni. There you go, another ex Newcastle player. Oh, at the same time, Alessandro yeah. Pistoni. Yeah. He looks like a weather beaten Alessandro Del Piero Pistoni, didn't he? Yeah, he looked half Del Piero, half Spender. Yes, yeah, we 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 had him for a few years, to, um, Pistoni, and 
he was bad average. But we let him go, and then we re-signed him because some fallback injury crisis. We signed him. He played one on a new twelve-month contract. Signed him. He played one game, got injured again, and then he never played for us after that. Brilliant. Did he go to Rangers after you or something? Like I, that? I've no idea. If I'm being honest, I, I I lost I lost track of his career. He probably did because I think everybody stopped off. <laughs> everybody went. To yeah, they, they, they turn up like Dick Whittington with a, you know a stick and a knapsack on the end of it, and you know they all, they all turn up there and play a few games and then disappear off. And it also reminds me of my uh, favorite ever film sequel. Do you remember um, the French Connection with Gene Hackman? Yeah. Then the sequel was the Walter Smith Connection, and it was a, a riveting watch. <laughs> riveting. <laughs> Which is another yeah, Rangers Everton connection there. Yes, yes. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Smith kills um, any conversation. <laughs> you know what? Walter Smith wasn't half bad. Because wasn't it before, uh, after Walter, Moyes came in from Preston? He did. Well, Walter Smith yeah. was sacked in the wake of a um, a 3-0 mauling um, in a FA Cup quarterfinal at Middlesbrough, of which Alessandro Pistone was responsible for one of the, the defensive snafus that cost us a goal. I think we were three down in about was, half an hour. Was it Mike Walker before Smith? No. No, no. No, we had... Who was before Before Smith? Walter Smith, we had... Um, Royal again? No, it was Howard Kendall's third term. Oh, Howard Kendall's yeah, third yeah, term. Yeah, God rest God his rest soul. Him. Yeah, God love him. And then we had we had a brief interregnum with Dave Watson in charge when Joe Royal resigned. And then Mike Walker was before oh, yeah, Joe yeah. Royal. I don't want to make this podcast really niche, but Mike Walker, everybody forgets that Ian was his son. Yeah. Well, no. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> God, I'm, I miss old shit football. But well, that's all we've got to watch at the minute. That's all there is. I, I ended up on, a, on Sunday afternoon, um, the BBC, and, and I do like football nostalgia, don't get me wrong, obviously, but I ended up last week watching a documentary about Admiral Sportswear. Oh, no, that's brilliant. It was, it was on, on yes, ITV. It's a fant- fantastic documentary. I'd, I'd missed it, obviously, the first time round, and it was brilliant. And then on the BBC have been digging into the archives and showing at various rounds of the FA Cup. So it should have been the FA Cup semi-final this weekend, just gone. And they ended up showing, mm. this is how desperate I am for football. I ended up watching the FA Cup semi-final uh, that they showed between Everton and Liverpool at Main Road in 1977, which was the eked in legend amongst Evertonians. Because this is when Clive the Book Thomas, the notorious Welsh back, uh, a referee, sorry, not, not I got the first word wrong. Sorry, um, he he ruled out a goal scored by Brian Hamilton, which would have won us the game, which was perfectly legitimate. It was perfectly legitimate. Fantasy Football yes, League, yes. Fantasy Football League reenacted exactly that. Well, goal. that's all you need. You don't need any of this Sky Virtual stuff. It's just if if Fantasy Football League in a Phoenix from the Flames moment reenacts it, that's all you need. That's the only evidence that you need. And I even watched that. And it was that and um, Chesterfield versus Middlesbrough from 1997. Oh, that was a classic. That was a great game. But I, I watched the, watched the Everton-Liverpool. Like, you know, it's like watching yourself. I mean, not that I was born, you know, it was before I was born, but still watching it, knowing exactly what's going to happen. Um, and I was sat there criticising our goalkeeper's positioning and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, but this is how desperate we've become for football. In the US, we've got NBC. They, they show the Premier League, obviously. Yes. And they showed a classic at the weekend. Uh- <laughs> The definition of the classic is very loose. Um, And it was Palace versus Liverpool. 
from uh, what was it, 2015? So it was Rogers versus. Was that when when Liverpool went three nil up and then and then blew yeah. a three goal lead? Three that was, three. Yeah, that was yeah. May 2014. That was when that Liverpool were going for yeah. the title. Yes, yeah. Which I think was after the Chelsea game where Gerrard slipped on his ass. It was. I think it was the. I think yeah. it was the following Wednesday. I think. But yes, that was right. Yeah. But when when a Dwight Gale goal is part of a classic lineup, you know they're scraping the barrel. Can I hear a cat? No, that was a peacock. Oh right, Gavin Peacock. Yes, he was <laughs> Gavin, Gavin Peacock. Peacock. Who he, didn't he go on to become a minister? He did. He, yeah. he left the Church of Match of the Day too, and the the comfortable sofa with Adrian Childs to go off and become. He's he's in Canada or something, or he went. That's where he went to study. I think. Is I he? Think that's where he went to study. Whether he's there now, I don't know. But yeah, I, I've also been liking the Match of the Day top tens. Have you been listening to that? No, I watched. Uh, no, I haven't. In- I, I, I I've watched. I watched the first one that they did, which was the top 10 captains in the Premier League year. I probably will end up going and listening to them at some point, but I haven't haven't, haven't yet. It's, it's good. I think this week they're doing, or they've done, the top 10 best worst teams. The top 10 of the Premier best League. worst teams. Yeah, the teams Ooh. that were relegated but should not have been relegated. Oh, I thought you meant the top 10 like teams who were actually the worst and trying to work out who was it. No, no, because that's Derby. That's, that's Derby. Derby. Yeah, yeah, that's Derby. Derby. Oh seven, yeah, yeah. Eleven points, eleven points. And I actually remember watching the the what the game that they won, where Kenny Miller scored about a thirty-five yard goal against Newcastle. Back to them again. It all goes around. Um, <gasps> and and I was actually on holiday in Ibiza, in a, and I was watching that on the Monday night in the bar. You saying Kenny Miller though? Yes, has now reminded me of where Raheem Sterling gets his body shape from. What you mean? He's stolen it from Kenny Miller. Yeah, because Kenny Miller. Used to look quite fey on the pitch. He was all quite limbs, wasn't he? Yeah. Sterling's exactly the same. Sterling looks like jelly when he runs. Yeah. It's, it's sort of, his hands flap about like he's a mini T Rex. His hands flap about. Like that. Yeah. He's like, yeah. You know, let, let's compare and contrast that to someone like Duncan Ferguson, whose, whose hands were fists. Yes. Yeah. Every time he well, ran. With Duncan, it wasn't just that his hands were fists, his elbows were fists, his fists were fists, <laughs> his, fist. his nose was a fist. His head was a fist. Knee, yeah, fist, yeah, knees, yeah. ass, the lot. It was. They're all fists. It was just fist. The way of the, the fist. Of fist. Big yeah. dunk. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lost Harry Potter book, isn't it? <laughs> Harry Potter and the way of the fist. <laughs> that's got down uh, um, a dark territory. That could, that could be um, some sort of um, late night X-rated. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'll I'll edit all of this bit together just as an incidental podcast <laughs> of just football chats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that can just be ten minutes of fo- football. That is legitimately a football ramble. <laughs> I I really liked the football ramble pod uh, ramble podcast, and I used to listen to it uh, every morning. So I walked into work many years ago, but it was always too long. Oh, like an hour and a half it's sometimes. And you just think hmm. that's why I stopped listening to Wittertainment, To be honest. Because I love the podcast, but I was just like, I'd end up scanning through the interview because I wasn't really interested in the interview that they'd done. It's 20 minutes or so. I'd li- I, li- I like the reviews and I like the, the badinage between Messrs Mayo and Kermode, but I didn't. I wasn't really bothered about But it was just far too long. Like, I don't want a podcast that's I, two hours. I take Wittertainment in their YouTube chunks now. Yeah, I do that. Uh, I yeah, like I, that. I watch because you get the full, well, flappy hands. Yeah, like Kenny Miller. He's mm. like Kenny Miller. It's Kermode, yeah. Mark Kermode as <laughs> Kenny Miller. In. <laughs> 